0: Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to stylesmartva.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. Style Smart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Hey there, friend, welcome back. I'm so happy that you came back for another episode of my podcast. And in today's episode, I would love to discuss how often it is that you should wash your hair. It seems as though there is conflicting advice out there and everyone seems to have a different opinion on this. And so instead of giving you some like dogma about when you should wash your hair and why, I'm gonna help you kind of troubleshoot how that works for you and what that looks like for you, because it's really different for each and every single one of us, right? You know, things like exercise, diet, how often you sweat, how oily you are, hormones, all of these things can play into how often you feel like you need to wash your hair. Now, before we get into today's topic, um, I want to kind of go over some general housekeeping here. Um, It's been a little minute since I've been here. Um, gosh, I think it's been three weeks since I recorded my last podcast and it's good. It's for a good reason. I've been super busy nose to the grindstone working on something very special that, you know, I don't, really feel ready to talk about yet, but I need to just rip the dang bandaid off and start talking about it because it's thrilling and exciting and scary all at the same time. And so what I would like to share with you is, um, the, the idea and the goal behind, The your hair mentor brand. And so as you've noticed, this podcast gives me an opportunity to answer industry questions for you, give you some hairstylist perspective on things that might be troubling you, um, hopefully add a little humor to your life. And um, I will also introduce a new segment to the podcast today, but I'll get to that in a minute. Um, But ultimately, I am here for you, the client. And so what that means in the rest of my business is I've got resources for you under the Your Hair Mentor guys, and those are in the form of coaching, courses, and community all designed around the idea of helping you maintain and manage your hair at home, mostly between hair appointments. Now, I'm not teaching you how to highlight your hair, I'm not teaching you how to cut your own hair, although there might be some bang trim videos in there or some little curly snippets, but for the most part, I'm just trying to teach everyone how to have a good hair day. And whether that's learning to communicate with your stylist better, or whether that's learning to wield a hairdryer in the right way, I am here for you. And so you might hear me shamelessly plug a few things here and there that have to do with your hair mentor in its entirety. And um, you know, I just, I'm here, I want to talk about it, I want you to know about it, and the only way you're going to know about it is if I talk about it. So to bring that back around. Your hair mentor is here for you, babe. But I am excited to be here and I've got a really fun topic to talk about today. And oh, by the way, the last time I was here, um, I had the, the Marmot adventure and just so you know, my truck's doing fine. I will have to replace all of the insulation before next winter, but you know, the season's changing and it's becoming warm outside. So I'm not going to worry about it right now. So it hasn't blown up yet just keep the marmots away from me and I'll be fine. But, uh, besides marmots, um, I want to talk about how often you should wash your hair and why it's kind of a funny question that I end up speaking to a lot of people about. Um, because there used to be this, like, I guess, uh, myth that, um, you can't wash your hair every day, or you have to wash your hair every day. And no one knew what the right answer is. And, um, so to have this conversation to start out, I want to talk about like why do we wash our hair in the first place? And the thing is our bodies produce a natural oil called sebum. I don't know why it makes me giggle every time I say that word, but it's sebum. Um, probably cause it sounds like something else, but, um, our scalps and the rest of our bodies like to have a little layer of that sebum on them. It serves as a protective barrier against all sorts of things like pathogens or environmental stressors. Um, So in knowing that, if we were to never wash our hair, our scalps, at least for the great majority of us, would find a nice, healthy homeostasis of that natural oil to be on our scalp and leave it at that, meaning it wouldn't overproduce or underproduce sebum (laughs) but it would have a nice coating of it all over. And so our bodies are pretty cool, right? But here's the thing. Oily heads kind of stink. And oily hair, which even in its natural homeostasis is going to look a little oily, doesn't look good by modern standards. And since we don't want to stink and or be an oily outcast, what do we do? We cleanse those oils out, but it's really tricky (laughs) because the second you remove those natural oils, your scalp starts producing more. It's like, whoa, where'd our protective coating go? And so we find ourselves in this vicious circle of feeling oily, cleansing out the oil and our scalps producing even more oils. We're spiraling out of control, getting oilier, oilier and oilier. Eventually, most of us realize at some point that this does not work. It's not sustainable. And so we end up in this delicate dance of cleansing just enough not to be stinky or look oily, but not so much that we make our scalps freak out and overproduce sebum. And so how do you know if you're doing it right? Well, I can tell you with almost 100% certainty that cleansing every day with a typical shampoo is not the right way. I can almost guarantee that you're making your scalp compensate and overproduce oils. Now, there are some cleansers that are super mild and can be used daily, but most of us are unaware of those or don't know how to use them properly. And so I'm not going to talk about those outliers. And also this isn't just like a product plug, so I don't need to talk about that. What I'm trying to do is talk about the majority of us that use regular shampoo How do we know how often to use it? And the short answer is, it depends, my friend. Sorry. (laughs) But things like exercise, sweat, hair product buildup, hormones, diet, and environment can all change how our scalp feels and behaves on top of the shampoo that we're using. Some of us could easily go a week between washes, while others feel gross if they go more than two days, or let's be honest, if they go more than one day in between. So I'm going to use me for an example because I know me pretty well. And uh, okay, so I wash my hair after about three days or so, but I used to go a lot longer. I used to go like seven to eight days between washes. And even at that point, my hair never looked Oily. I just kind of felt like after that long, I was like, yeah, I should probably wash my hair, right? It doesn't look as like shiny and bouncy, but I didn't really think anything of it. And then my very honest, sweet little boy started telling me that my hair smelled like pirate booty, the cheesy kid's snack after about day three. And I'm like, oh, geez, like, you know, I'm trying to look like a snack, not smell like one over here. So we got to change that. (laughs) Bless, bless you, child. Um, And so now I wash my hair after about three days and my scalp does not seem to mind that change in routine. Um, There have been a few times that I've washed my hair sooner than that. And it's like really obvious that it feels stripped. My scalp feels tight and dry if I wash it sooner than three days. And so I'd like to advise you to pay some attention to the little details in your hair and your scalp to find a good rhythm, to find a good wash rhythm. Um, those little indicators will kind of let, let you figure it out and dial it in on your own. And so here are some indicators that you might need to wash your hair. Is your scalp itchy, oily, and stinky time to wash. Is your hair oily, tangled and stuck to your scalp time to wash. Is your hair limp and unable to be refreshed with styling? Time to wash. And is your scalp flaky and oily at the same time? It's time to wash my friend. These are just a handful of guidelines or parameters that you can use to help determine how often you should wash your hair. And so really, I just want to encourage you to pay attention to how your scalp feels, and how your hair behaves. And of course, if you're smelling like cheesy kid snacks, here's your sign. Now, real quick, before I introduce my new segment to the podcast, I would like to let you have a little listen to a nice interlude. Um, It's a sweet little conversation between my daughter and I about an event that we hosted together this last weekend for Mother's Day. So enjoy this little tidbit, and then we'll get on to the new segment I'll introduce. I would love to talk about an event that I did over the weekend, which was super duper fun and kind of last minute. In fact, I was supposed to do a different event for Mother's Day and um, we kind of got snowed out. I was going to host this beautiful braid class on a patio. Um, at a local massage studio. And uh, although it's covered, it's not completely out of the wind and snow that we ended up getting. So I had an opportunity to join this lovely event that was a Mother's Day sip and shop event. And I brought my cute little daughter with me and I have her sitting with me right now. Honey, why don't you go ahead and say hi. Hi. So, I brought her with me because it was a Mother's Day event, and um, the event originally that I was doing was a Mommy and Me style event, and so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to bring her with me and showcase some amazing braids on her hair, and what did you think about them, hun? I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I did what's called the pull through braid on her, which is a crowd pleaser. And I used her head, which is this gorgeous head of golden hair to um, showcase how it's done. And then I had a mannequin head and she took it upon herself to do some amazing styles on the mannequin head, right? What was the best thing that you did on the doll head that you liked? Um, I like using those, like, circle, like, metal things that you can, like, pinch the hair with. Oh, yeah, the little, like, dread bead lock things, those are super cute. What about the twisty stars? Yeah. Yeah, those were good, too. I had so many people walk by just commenting on her hair, and they thought it was this intricate, crazy style that I ended up showing them how to do. So my day entailed, um, basically showcasing my daughter in this beautiful style and totally pimping her out, which is not usually my jam, but, um, my God, she got some traffic to that booth. And then I taught a few people to do the same style on their kid's hair, including this one dad. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. On his cute little daughter's hair. It was so cute. He was nervous, huh? Could yeah. you tell he was nervous? Yeah. He was like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. And then my daughter was like, mom, I want to learn how to do that style too. So I taught her how to do it. And how did it go for you? It was good. Yeah? Was it hard? No. Not really? You were the, you were the one that had the idea. I know, but you did so good, huh? And she nailed it. If you get a chance, go check out my social media at Your Hair Mentor on Instagram. And I made a reel out of it. And you got to see her adorable little kid hands doing this pull-through braid. It's so cute. I've watched it so many times. I don't think I've even showed you, honey. I'll have to pull it up when we're done here. Your little kid hands are just whipping that thing out. It's amazing. And so I'm like, man, if my seven-year-old can do this, anyone can. Although you are pretty talented, I have to say. (laughs) Wasn't that fun hearing her little kid voice talk about that? I just got a kick out of that and thought I had to share with you guys. And so now I would love to introduce the new segment of my podcast. And this will be a reoccurring segment every week. And this segment is a product spotlight. Now, instead of spotlighting specific brands of hair products what i would like to do instead is spotlight specific types of products and so what i can do here on the podcast is give you a brief overview of what that hair product is who it's intended for and how you would use it and so first and foremost i would like to introduce you to hair oils. So this week's topic is all about hair oils. And when I say hair oils, I mean specific formulated products that are for your hair, not just like jojoba oil that you use on your hair or argon oil that you use on your hair. I'm talking about things that are in a bottle that are made for hair that say hair oil on them. Now they might have a combination of some of those oils I just mentioned along with some additional ones, and they might also have silicones in them, and they might also have polyquats in them. And all of those things serve the same purpose, which is to act as a barrier on your hair. Now, hair oils are super duper useful. I use them all the time on almost everybody, but always, always as a barrier product. And what I mean by that is it is the last product that goes on the hair minus any hairspray to kind of like freeze the style in place. It is the thing that seals moisture in and keeps moisture out. And so that if you have a hair oil on your hair acting as a barrier, you're not going to have any, what I call, moisture exchange and you don't want moisture exchange because if you're in a dry environment, it could dry your hair out. If you're in a humid environment, your hair can absorb moisture. And if you are a curly girl, goil, a curly goyle in any way, shape or form, what that's going to do to your curls is make them expand and get huge. And so I really, really like incorporating hair oils into your hair into your routine. And so what could this look like for you? Well, um, you can use a hair oil. Let me give you an example. Let's just give you a few examples and make this easy. So one example of when you could use a hair oil, let's say you're going to wash your hair and you're just going to go to bed with like wet hair. And not that I'm advocating for this, I'm just saying, I know people do it. So you wash and condition your hair like normal. You get out of the shower and you're just going to go to bed with wet hair and deal with whatever is happening on your head tomorrow. Now you can use a hair oil on your hair to just add a little bit of slip and slickness to your hair, but it's also going to act as a little bit of a barrier so that any moisture that your conditioner put into your hair is gonna stay in there so that your hair is silkier and softer in the morning. And a hair oil is not going to offer any hold or anything like that, so it's just kind of like a slick coating on your hair. Now, let's say you're going to blow dry your hair and you're a simpleton and you get out of the shower, you've got your shampoo, you've got your conditioner, and you just want to blow dry. You don't want any smoothing products. You don't want any volumizing products. You don't need anything that's going to lend any sort of uh, help to your hair for your style, but you want to put something on your hair that has a little bit of protection to it. Well putting a hair oil in on wet hair before you blow dry will protect the hair from heat a little bit, especially if the product has polyquats and silicones in it. Those are heat protecting products. And so you can go ahead and put hair oil on your hair wet and then dry your hair and know that you've got something on there that's going to keep your hair moisturized and softer throughout the day. So there's those. Now let's talk about, let's say you style your hair, you wash, condition, put in some styling products and you blow dry your hair slick and smooth or you style your hair in its curly, bouncy, natural form. You can use a hair oil as what I call a finishing product after the hair is dry. And so you can run a little bit of a hair oil through like your mid lengths to ends. Now you don't want to put a hair oil right on your scalp because it's an oil, right? You're not trying to add more oil at your scalp because as we just talked about, you're not going to wash your hair every day, right? So you don't want to add oil where you don't need it. And so this is going to go like mid shaft to ends and you can put it in dry hair. I suggest just doing a little bit at a time until you figure out with your hair and the oil that you're using an appropriate amount. And I also recommend, especially if you're putting it on dry hair, start in the back of your head, even if that means flipping your head upside down and starting at the nape of your neck and working your way forward. If you're gonna put too much oil on your hair, it might as well be on the back of your head where you're not gonna see it. So hair oil can go on freshly washed, styled and dried hair as like a protective coating at the end, and then you can hairspray over it or texture spray over it or whatever. Um, But just know that that oil is creating a barrier to kind of help preserve your style and the health of your hair. Now here's the best way, uh, not the best, I would say here's like the best secret way to use hair oil, and this is what I love to do living in a dry environment like Reno. So I did not have to do this, by the way, when I lived in Austin. Um, Austin, Texas is humid. I would do my hair, finish with a hair oil, and then I would not put additional oils in my hair on the days between washes. I would mostly just use dry shampoo. But here in Nevada, it is dry, dry, dry. And so what I like to do is on day two and day three, I run a hair oil over the ends and mid-shafts of my hair again. Now, even if I've used a little bit of a texture spray and even if I've used a little bit of a hairspray or a styling pomade on my hair, I still like to use a hair oil because I feel like it lends softness to my hair, and it helps lock in any moisture that's left in my hair and keep my hair from losing moisture in this dry environment between washes. And it doesn't have water in it. And so I don't want to put anything with water on a finished style that I'm trying to wear for a few days in a row because water will revert your hair to its natural pattern. And so for me, for example, I've got very wavy hair and if I've blown it out smooth and then I put a product on my hair that has water in it, it's going to revert some of those smooth strands to their wavy patterns. So you don't want to do that. And so this is why something like an oil is just beautiful because it gives you softness. It gives protection. It locks in moisture and keeps your hair shiny. So again, start in the back, even on day two and day three, I will flip my head upside down and apply my oil from mid shaft to ends. And then my hair is good to go for the day. And it gives it like a little bit more definition on the ends. And so like, if I have to brush through my hair, I absolutely will put oil in after because it kind of helps piece out those ends a little bit more. So it's not like a fluffy, frizzy, puffy thing happening there. So that is my take on hair oils. And you know, I should say, um, different ingredients, different oils are going to have different weights to them. And so if you're someone like me that has very fine hair, although I am using an oil every day, I use really lightweight oils. And so like literally the viscosity of the oil, um, it comes in a little dropper. Usually the one I'm using does. Um, When I go to drop it, it's not like gooey. It's really thin and almost seems like it would be watery. It's a very, very lightweight oil. Now, if I were to use A thicker one that's kind of like a gooey oil, that's going to be a lot heavier. That's going to have some heavier oils in it, heavier silicones in it and coat your hair a lot more. But if you have really coarse hair, that would be fantastic. Or if you have like really, really sensitized hair, that's been like super over bleached, you might need a little more of a heavy hitter to act as a really protective barrier on there. So know your hair type and know your oils and tinker. And so um, there is my spiel on oils. And so every week with this product spotlight, I'm going to select a different product like this, give you an overview on it, And um, just try to make the mystery go away of hair products. And so if there are any that you would like me to specifically talk about sooner than later... Please feel free to head on over to my website at yourhairmentor.com. And on my homepage, you'll see a little window where you can fill in any questions that you want me to answer on my podcast. So I would love to see you there. And thank you so much for listening. Once again, I am thrilled that you're here all eight of you. And, uh, I can't wait to see you till next time. So get out there, get some hair oil and wash your damn hair, girl. And I will see you next time. Okay. Bye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you. That's too good to miss introducing the wildly popular confident conversations bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free.